You are in a city for you podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for finding the time to record a podcast with me. Thank you. And in the beginning, you can introduce yourself a little bit, and then I will start asking the questions about the city. Okay, thank you. So I'm the Secretary General for Diversity Charter Sweden. That is like the world's biggest network for diversity inclusion. We have now about 86 members, Mm -hmm. and all the members are organizations like companies, um, and also the company where you, the organization that you belong to. Yeah, THS Armada. Exactly. Which I will not be belonging to from next year. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, (laughs) because it's like a yearly thing. Yeah, okay. Do you feel like you you want to only introduce this one, or you want to maybe talk about a bit more about yourself as a person? Yeah, okay. So I'm almost 50 years old. Next time, next year, I turn 50 years old. Mm-hmm. It feels a bit strange because before I imagine and you know an old person, and mm-hmm. I don't feel that old. Maybe I look old, but I don't feel no. old. And I have three kids, and which are just big joy mm-hmm. for me and the husband. And we live here in the city of Stockholm, and I lived here for almost 20 years right now. I think mm-hmm. that's the longest where I've lived. Mm-hmm. And I think I will stay here because I talked to some other people here at the office and we both uh, thought like, yeah, we, we will stay here in the city of Stockholm. Mm-hmm. Which other cities have we been living in before? Uh, London, uh-huh. uh, Chicago and some small cities in Småland, mm-hmm. so like south of Stockholm. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Okay, yeah, thank you for this introduction. We'll move on to the first formal question, which might sound a bit random to you, but... What is a city for you? For me, it's the people. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about the city. Mm-hmm. I love to have people around me. Because as I said, like, I used to live in, like, in a small city. more Not really cities, it was more like a village. Mm-hmm. And I felt a bit scared when I went out and like, you know, no one is there and it's very dark. Especially this time of the year. Mm-hmm. So I like when you have all the lights and the sound and, you know... The rhythm, I like when it's fast. Mm-hmm. Because as you can notice, I speak fast. I like things fast. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's what I love about it. And also when I go abroad, I go abroad since I want to meet like different kind of people to get in new kind of situations. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine that it was much quicker, the pace in Chicago and London. How yeah, yeah, of course, that? yeah. Uh, do you have any different reflections on how those two cities felt to you? But they are like huge, yeah. like there is kind of difficult to get it to take in. But then also, I mean, I only live there for a year mm-hmm. each, so yeah. I don't really like, you know, I was young, I didn't have the family. Mm-hmm. Like here in Stockholm, because I've lived in Kungsholmen, mm-hmm. that is like in the center of Stockholm. And there it feels more like my like own village mm-hmm. in the city. Yeah. Because, you know, I recognize people when I'm in the, like in the stores, if I go to mm-hmm. my gym or... I mean, I have everything there. Mm-hmm. And then also close to your office, which you just yeah. mentioned. It's convenient. Yeah, that's yeah. why I live here, because I like when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, yeah, there are different kinds of convenient, I guess. And there are different conveniences in different places. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess some people might not think it's that convenient to live in the city. Mm-hmm. But I do, because as I said, like I have, it's close to everything. But I guess I'd also I compare it to my friends who live like in the suburbs. They had to, you know, go into the city every day. Um, and for me, that is not convenient. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, totally. If you'd like to bring in some perspective of diversity that we started with into the city concept, how would you reflect on that? Then I guess it might not be that diverse here mm-hmm. in the city. Mm-hmm. But that depends how what you think it's convert. Mm-hmm. I mean diverse because mm-hmm. it's when it comes to ethnicity, it's not like I see I mean I'm my me myself is a black person mm-hmm. and I don't really see other black people are when they are like everyone is black within the family. Mm-hmm. It's mostly like half. Yeah. And that's what it is with most people, that it's half either one part or the other. Mm-hmm. Like if I go to Arcala, which I go to every Tuesday, mm-hmm. there like you have it feels like you have the whole world. Uh-huh. And most people there, I mean the kids there, the folks, the family they come from the same country. Mm-hmm. Or at least they have orig- origins mm-hmm. from the same country. Mm-hmm. Both parents. Exactly. Yeah. But I also noticed, like, as my, my, my kids, they're half, they really like to be there because it feels like, mm-hmm. I think they feel they're, they're more a part of that, that, like, people look more the way they look. Mm-hmm. Well, that's they really like to be there. Yeah. But I do feel like it, in terms of ethnicity, maybe Stockholm is not the most uh, varied one. No. Maybe more, like, when it comes to sexual preference, it's more mm-hmm. mixed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Which is less just uh, more difficult to see, so it doesn't exactly. come across so quickly. Exactly. So, but otherwise, I'm, I mean, Kung Somin is like mm. it feels very average about everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And how was Chicago about that? Yeah, I mean, there, like in the middle, is very white, mm-hmm. but then south side, that's where we have most black people, mm-hmm. and it was very, you know, if you went by when I went by this train. You could really feel like by each stop when you go south, like all of the sun yeah. at the end, we were only black people wow. in the train. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? For me, it was nice. I don't really know for a white person how that would feel, but for me, it yeah. was nice. Yeah, but having this very clear transition. Yeah, 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 of course. Mm. I mean, it would be better if it's diverse, but then also, yeah, I mean, also black people want to be around with other black people, so I don't really know. And somehow, I guess it's bad because in the south side, like what do you call south side mm-hmm. in Chicago, I mean, they might not have the same kind of, you know, the schools might not be as good mm-hmm. as yeah. where you have more mm-hmm. white people. Mm-hmm. And it's still like that? I don't know. When were you living there? Yeah, I think it's still like yeah. that. Maybe not as much. I mean, Chicago is well known for their, you know, the gangs, mm-hmm. um, the shootings and... Mm-hmm. But then, on the other hand, you have the University of Chicago in the South Side. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, that's one of the West most well-known yeah. universities. Mm-hmm. So they are there, just in the middle there. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be influencing the demographics. Of- yeah, maybe a little bit. And I think the Obamas just think they lived in the South Side as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess raises the, the reputation in people's minds. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And I've been living in London, and there I felt like it was very much of a blend, visually at least. I could perceive that people are different. Yeah, uh, I didn't know because mm-hmm. exactly like I mean, for example, if you go to Brixton, there is mm-hmm. very black. You know, that's the Northern Line, the mm-hmm. Victoria Line. Mm-hmm. There is very yeah. black. You, that's yeah. where they had the riots maybe mm-hmm. thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. So for me, and then you come to Clapham, that's more like, you know, a mixed. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, the Indian part. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, yeah. I think that's around Wembley. Yeah. And when I used to go to London, I started to go there 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Then you have the, you know, on the east side there, 
it was like hackney and all of all of a sudden that's like you know a good part mm-hmm. to live in yeah. but it wasn't like that 30 yeah. years ago yeah. that was one of the bad parts okay. but i think also like you know they built the olympics there when they had the olympic mm-hmm. games i think that's where around hackney or at least to the east side mm, i think so yeah so yeah of course it's mixed but then also you still have the you know the communities mm-hmm. yeah but i was going to college there so maybe this is where my feeling came from because it was quite a mix of people yeah, yeah even though it was in the middle of kensington yeah which is not maybe the most um, diverse <laughs> Now when I'm trying to mm. think about it. But, but then on the other side, I mean, London, everyone comes to London. I mean, it's, I mean, you have the whole world there. True. We can move on to the second question. What are you for the city? Mm. But I think what I like about it is because, you know, here you have so much more black people. Mm-hmm. When I grew up, I was most, most of the time the only black person. Mm-hmm. So for me to be in the city, it's more like I can be more within, you know, the majority. Uh-huh. It's not like... I, at least I don't think so that like anyone would turn around just because I'm a black person. Mm-hmm. Maybe in some situations, yeah. I guess, but I feel more relaxed here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have heard about minority stress. That's that become like, you know, no, uh, things that they talk about within the diversity community. Mm-hmm. Minority stress is like when you feel stressful when you're yeah yeah when you're in a minority exactly so and then it comes could come up with like Mm -hmm. i don't really know how to explain it i'm not that good there is a person called hannah wallenstein she's very good Uh at that so i could just you know (laughs) i mean she had this uh, summer prat this summer Mm -hmm. in stockholm at piet so you can listen to that Uh then she can explain it so much better than i can but for me like i guess i will feel less minority stress when i'm in it big mm-hmm. city especially mm-hmm. when it comes to these kind of cities like chicago london mm-hmm. that is that are like you know very international mm-hmm. especially when i moved to london you know as i said 30 years ago for me it was like a new thing to be all of the sudden to have all these black people yeah. around me mm-hmm. and as i said to notice that no one turned around because i was black they turned around because they thought just a beautiful woman or whatever yeah, yeah. and i like uh-huh. that so mm-hmm. but is it something that people can get used to uh, the minority stress like if someone is constantly the only female in the company do they get used to it I, I, maybe you something? can get different you know equipment to handle it or tools okay. mm-hmm. to handle it mm-hmm. i don't know if you get used to it and then i also i guess if you're aware about it mm-hmm. some people might not even think about it mm-hmm. and for some they it's very stressful mm-hmm. and when i read it you know about articles about people who are you know, to so have this social anxiety, yeah. exactly, or you know, autism. I think, like when they grew up and they didn't have the talk because they didn't know they had this kind mm-hmm. of disabilities. Yeah. I guess well, it's easy if you have the tools mm-hmm. to know how to handle it, and then yeah. it makes it less stressful. Mm-hmm. Or if you read about other people who have the same things. Exactly. So I think with social media, when you are, when it's easy for you to get in touch with other people. Mm-hmm. In different communities, yeah. I think that's has been a, a good help for many people. Mm-hmm. And maybe it could also help to realize that maybe there is another person in the same room who feels the same. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you for bringing this up. Mm. So, if you come back to what are you for the city, would you want to describe it a bit more? What do you feel you are for Stockholm? Let's say. 
Uh, it's a very tough question, but as I, I said, for me, it's more like I feel like I'm more a part of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, as I said, I feel less minority mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a big city. Yeah. The next question is about artificial lighting. How does artificial lighting in the night city affect you? Very much so. As you, as I said, like at the beginning, yeah, did. I didn't like to live in the village when it's all dark. Mm-hmm. I like to have the light when it never gets dark. Mm-hmm. And or like if you lived like you know in Chicago, you have this you know all this light with all the what you call the because you have these high buildings, uh-huh. so, skyscrapers, exactly, uh-huh. and you have these special lights, and I, I love it. Uh-huh. So I I'm very much into the lights. Mm-hmm. I think that's make. At least for me, it makes me more safe. Yeah. Some people might think it gives you like a false safe safety, but for mm. me, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like dark streets. Mm-hmm. How is it in Stockholm? Because uh, from my perspective, it's not the brightest city at night. And I enjoy that, but for you, how is it? As I said, for me, it seems I find that important. Mm-hmm. So I guess for me, it's light enough. So mm-hmm. because I feel very safe here in Stockholm. Yeah. And I'm mostly like here, you know, here in the city. And I guess I prefer to go where they, I mean, I used to live in another street because now I live more like in the main street. And mm-hmm. I like that because it's very light and you have all the like people all the time. You have traffic all the time. Mm-hmm. Because before I lived like more the streets, maybe two streets from the main mm-hmm. street. Yeah. And there I felt a bit uncomfortable when I went to walk there nighttime. Mm-hmm. I guess it was a bit light, but it could have been more, I guess. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, you can make it more maybe creative. That is mm-hmm. always nice. Yeah. There are some temporary events that happen in the city that then add this creativity layer to lighting, like you mean, festivals. Do you mean now when... No, with the number of lights. Have, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But do you feel like it's the same? Because then it's more like a, an art temporary thing. It's not a permanent lighting solution. But is it something you mean when you say... No, I don't mean that much. I (laughs) think it's just nice, like, you know, if you can make it more, you know... I mean, either you can just have, you know, lights by the streets, like, you know, this ordinary, or you can have Mm -hmm. this small light maybe from the pavement or... Mm -hmm. But that, I guess, depends if you are in the park or if you are Mm -hmm. on the main street. I don't really know so much about lights, but... but Intuitively, you are commenting on it, and I think it's just... A bit more thinking into the lighting that you would like to see, into the lighting solutions. Yeah, especially in the parks. Mm-hmm. There are different ways to make it feel safe, but still not harm the environment in the area. Yeah. yeah. And it requires thinking and, I guess, knowledge or some time from people who learned about that. Now I'll read out the question from the previous guests, which might feel very random because, of course, uh, they didn't know what's, who I'm going to meet and what's going to be about. So the question is... What particular spots which you like in this city where you live would you never go to together with your parents? My parents? Yes. I have no idea. I know, that's a... Because I will only go to safe places, so... I guess there will have to be a place where where the loud, where they have a very loud sound. Mm-hmm. So then I'm thinking about the concert, so that yeah. will be 
Friends Arena, uh-huh, where they have the concert or Tele 2. No, it's not Tele 2. Yeah, yeah, there is Tele 2 as well, yeah. yeah. So all these, and all these, you know, where they have you know, lots of people because they, mm-hmm. they don't really like when it's too much people or yeah. have like, you know, where it's very loud. So. Mm-hmm. A concert with loud music. Yeah, you'll never go to with your friends, yeah. Never. That would be too stressful both for me and for them. Yeah. And now is the moment for you to ask a question to the next guest of a City for You podcast. Yeah. Of course, we've been talking about this lightning. Mm-hmm. I will know if that person had been to a spot mm-hmm. in a city where they have feel, you know, get a very good experience because of the lightning. Mm-hmm. And it could be any city, just any spot. Yeah, any city. Because I've had that experience. Because mm-hmm. me and my friend, we were in the park. I don't know the name of the park. It's by Kungsholmstrand. Mm-hmm. And we were doing it Tabata. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the lightning came up from the walls. Uh-huh. And I didn't know they had that kind of light there. Uh-huh. So for me, it was, like, oh, I live here and I've never seen this. Ooh. And it got really like, you know, a nice feeling to do this exercise by night, maybe like nine o'clock in August. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a very good experience. Yeah, nice. Thanks for sharing that. Mm. So it was an element of surprise that you didn't know it was there? No. Yeah. And then, because it's like where I had been so many times and I didn't know about it. Yeah. Did it make you come back to this space again? Yeah. Or at least I have this nice feeling about doing this exercise with one of my best friends. Um, it was just very good and both. Me and my friend, we got just so happy by that. Oh, wow. It was just something very simple, but mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. How long time ago was it? In August, I think, okay, August, September, August. Yeah. So it's not when like it has just started to get dark. Yeah. It's not like a t- 10 years old memory. It's no, it's not. It's a very new. Memory. That's why I got so surprised. I mean, you, yeah. you know, I've yeah. lived there for 15 years or maybe 20 years if I take, you know, Kung mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe the lighting was not there then. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. And maybe but because I haven't been there at that time of the exactly, day before. Exactly. Yeah, and now it's nice to hear that you were mentioning 9pm, it just got dark and it was August, unlike now. Yeah. And we're recording this episode in the shortest day of the year, actually. It's oh, we do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it will be out in January. Okay. But now it's the shortest day and we can see it leaving us. Yeah. In sunlight. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to bring up before we wrap up? No, I just think this was a very good interview and it's nice to think about things that I normally don't think about, like mm. lightning and city. And I, I like that kind of experience. Yeah, hey, I'm glad to hear that. And for me, it's interesting to set these questions to different people who I know haven't thought about that particular question before and to hear them speak about that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being part of a city for you. If you want to carry on the discussion, feel free to join for the next episode that will be coming out next Thursday. You can also follow the project on Instagram, Facebook and Telegram. Enjoy a city for you.